0: hello podcast listeners and welcome to the 18th of april 2023 hong kong stories podcast i'm rachel smith huge hellos to go out to our fellow hong kongers both here and around the world we hear you hong kong and we are listening Our next show is shaping up very nicely with the theme, Ooh La La, our storytellers will take to the stage and wow you with their stories. Tickets are live. You can find them on the Fringe website, on ArtMate, or through the link on our website, hongkongstories.com. If you'd like a taste of what your best story could sound like, check out our next free workshop by following the links also on our website, hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories, it's better than drama, it's better than comedy, it's real life. And now on to today's story, which was performed before a live audience at The Aftermath in September, 2022, and had the theme, oopsie, here is Neherika.
1: I have an addiction problem. I don't drink, I don't smoke, but when it comes to sugar, I have a serious problem. I've had to stop taking the central MTR because of Mrs. Fields. (laughs) Yes, you know what I'm talking about. That smell of warm brownies is irresistible. I mean, our relationship started with free samples. (laughs) But soon enough, I was buying a dozen a day. And then as soon as I would get on the MTR, I would sneakily pop one in my mouth while the MTR announcer called me out on it. Eating or drinking is not allowed in the train or the paid areas or station. I have also been called on by my colleagues for having more than my fair share from the teen snacks table. I want to remind them that the matcha KitKat my colleague got from Japan, it really was not good. I saved his face by finishing it for all of them. But you know what, more importantly... I call this a problem because if you have a sugary treat that I want, I will cajole, I will deceive. I might steal, I might manipulate to get my hands on it. Case in point, last summer I was hosting storytelling workshops for kids. My students were four 10 year olds, super enthusiastic girls, Amy, Angie, Eva and Tina. We used to host these workshops at Amy's house. And I would always carry a big bag of candies. Not for them. <laughs> candies were for me. You work with 410 10-year-olds and you'll know how much energy is needed for that task. But one of the days, I didn't carry any candy. I didn't need to, I thought. It was Amy's birthday, so there's gotta be cake, right? And I will surely get some. You know, Amy's dad and I are good friends. We used to work together for a long time. And the whole family is really hospitable. They invite me for dinners after the workshop. And I gladly join because their helper, Auntie B, is an amazing chef. Today, I thought with the excitement of my 10-year-olds, after dinner there will be cake. (laughs) And then on my way to Amy's place, all I could think of was the cake. What flavor do I think it's going to be? I think it's gonna be a fruit cake. I think Amy likes strawberries. Maybe it's gonna be that creamy cake with this fluffy and soft and it's moist. That Maxim's cake, where they have the strawberries right in the center. Oh, I hope it's that. But maybe it's a chocolate cake. Have you guys tried the five-layered chocolate cake from Island Shangri-La? So good, and they could—they could surely afford it. I was really hoping for that one. It's like it's soft. And it's crunchy in the same bite. It's like Ferrero Rocher. (laughs) That's my favorite. I got to Amy's building practically drooling. I was ready to have my cake. But then I also tempered my expectation. You know, this is a 10-year-old's birthday party. They're not having five-layered island Shangri-La cake. They're having a Disney princess cake, and it's covered in fondant icing. Now, adults don't like fondant icing. I don't mind. I'll take it. (laughs) I got into the lift. As I got up and the lift doors parted, I was greeted by the smell of warm sugar mixed with flour. If you're a cake lover, it's the unmistakable smell of a freshly baked cake. Yes! Auntie B must have baked the cake. I eagerly rang the bell and Amy opened the door. My feet automatically turned towards the kitchen and I went there, forgetting to wish her. Happy birthday, I turned around and said. Amy looked at me, thanked me, and said, can I get you anything? She saw me standing by the kitchen door. Uh, Actually, I just wanted to wash my hand, but I'll use sanitizer, that's okay. So I decided I'm going to pull myself back together. I will just get through the lesson, and there will be cake at the end of it. We started the class. Now, Amy, Angie, Angie, Eva, and Tina were all super excited that day. Amy had hosted them for a sleepover the night before. They were all super eager to tell me stories from it. We blew up like a hundred balloons and then I jumped on all of them and then we burst like 200 balloons and then Auntie Bee's cake was amazing and then we played all the frozen songs and oh my god, <laughs> I cannot get through this without my candies.
0: <laughs>
1: but apparently, Auntie Bee's cake is amazing. I had an idea. I gave them a written exercise, a difficult one. Write five adjectives to describe the party, one for each of the senses. How did you feel? What did you taste? What did it smell like? And so on. Reluctantly, they uncapped their sketch pens, and I got them. I made my way to the kitchen under the pretext of getting water, if anyone asks. But really, I wanted to get to the cake. What I was going to do with the cake, I hadn't quite decided yet. (laughs) Maybe I was just going to look at it. (laughs) But maybe, just maybe, I'll steal a small bite. You know, small enough such that nobody would even notice it's gone. That's what I thought I'll do. I went to the kitchen and I looked. I looked in the oven. No cake. I looked on the kitchen counters. Squeaky clean. Next to the fridge, I saw a tin tray. That must be it. So I peeked under. Nope, oh, that's spaghetti. Where could the cake be? Is it all over? Did those little monsters finish it during the sleepover? But now I can smell it, I can still smell it. It's here somewhere. So I braved and opened the fridge door. I am now desperate and I'm going to investigate. As soon as I opened the fridge door, Auntie B arrived. Can I get you anything? she asked, looking at me, standing by the open fridge door. Cake! 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 I screamed inside, but I heard myself say, Uh, water would be nice. (laughs) She poured myself a glass of water and kept a jug outside on the dining table so I had no more excuse to come back to the kitchen. Now you'd be wondering, I could have asked. I could have right. Maybe I could have just asked for the cake. But how desperate is that? I'm not that desperate. (laughs) I got out. I told myself, just get to the end of the lesson and there will be cake. Sure enough, at the end of the lesson, Auntie B invited me to join them at the dining table. My four ten-year-olds and I sat down with our spaghetti and I gulped mine down. I was eager to get to the dessert. I sat there with an empty plate. No offer of a dessert. Okay, I must be polite. I must wait for everyone to finish their meals. And then we'll together have dessert. Everyone finished. No offer of a cake. But of course, they have already had cake. I am literally the only person in this house who has not had any cake today. (laughs) I heard giggles around the table. I saw that they were passing around a bottle of chili sauce. One of the girls, I don't know which one, was daring the others, You've got to try this. It's the bomb. It will kill you. I was like, oh. had a light bulb moment. Isn't sugar the antidote to spice? I'll take that there, I said, taking the bottle and pouring myself a generous bit on the spoon. And then, as they washed in awe, I licked it clean. Then we waited. We waited for the effects to set in. We didn't have to wait long. My lips started to burn. My mouth started to burn. Then my throat. And then my eyes started to water. It was the bomb. (laughs) (sighs) Somebody passed me a glass of water. One of the girls passed me tissue. None of it was helping. But what they didn't know is all of it was working just as I planned. Auntie B looked at me and she said, I know exactly what you need. And then she went into the kitchen, and I heard the fridge door open. That's it. I will finally have her famed cake. She came back from the kitchen and gave me a glass of cold milk. (laughs) Apparently, that is the best antidote for spice. Um, Thank you, but I'm allergic to milk. I'm not. But at this point, I was desperate. So then I told her... You know what, I think if I had something sweet, I would feel a lot better. Ah, sure. She reappeared with a big slice of cake and sat it on my plate. I forgot all manners, picked it up with my hands and stuffed it in my mouth. I have no idea what flavor it was. I don't know what it looked like. My mouth was burning, my eyes were watering, and my face was getting hotter and hotter. But at least I had cake. <laughs> <laughs> now you see, I have got an addiction problem.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's story. It's brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robertsman. Everyone has a story to tell.